I'm Jason Klom, and this is the Comedy on Vinyl podcast. The year is 1984. The album in 3D. The artist, weirdly, Albert Yankovic. My guest this week, Tony Thaxton. Hello. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me back. Not everybody knows that's his full name. Weirdly, Albert. Weirdly, Albert. Well, I, I mean, of course I knew. You knew. Yes, But, I mean, we just wanted to inform the people who don't know any better. Um, you figured we had done this a lot. We have not. Oh, wait, wait, I thought you said you had. Not, no, no, we've done a ton of his albums. Let me check. Because um, I'm, I'm fairly certain oh. this one we have not done a lot. We've done... I want to say once before. We've we've done maybe twice before at, at the most, but people don't normally pick it. They pick Latter-day stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an old man. Sure. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. I get it. When did you first hear this album, though? So I did not hear it when it was first released. Oh, I, I did. I was, uh, so let's see. In 84, I would have been six. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember hearing it when it was out because I right. I've uh, I've always been very into music and silly mm-hmm. things and uh, so yeah and I as a young child um, you know it's a weird thing to say now mm-hmm. but uh, I you know I was I also enjoyed Michael Jackson of quite course. a bit when I was a child who didn't and uh, and he would have enjoyed me. <laughs> 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 I wasn't going to... Uh, thank you. No, well well done. Well done. Thank you. Yes, by thank the way, you. you are the only other person to do it besides our first episode ever. We have not done this album in 310 or so episodes. Oh, all right. Just the first one. Cool. So anyway... Um, You're welcome. You and, Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. I, this is... I mean, I know this album by heart. I literally didn't bother listening to it because I think I listened to it two weeks ago. So nice. it's that good. Yeah. I. Uh, so this is... Uh, I was... Again, I was very young, mm-hmm. but... Uh, yeah, so I remember hearing Eat It mm-hmm. and being a Michael Jackson fan. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, as a six-year-old kid, you know, that's 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 like for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I I do remember, I don't, I can't say this for a for sure fact, but I'm uh-huh. quite certain that this is like the first piece of music, like, uh, well, back then, cassette back then, mm-hmm. uh, that I... I'm not going to say, you know, I was six, so I didn't have my own money. Sure. But, like, that I remember, like, I want this and my parents buying it for me. It's but, nice that they did that. Yeah. Not all I, parents will do that. I know. It's the only thing they ever got me. I've wanted Paul Shear on this show just to hear him tell the story of his mother destroying in 3D because it had the word hell in it. I've heard him tell the story in other really? podcasts. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you, you got here before Paul Shear. Um, and I, I, I love that. Okay, so you're... Give me a little background again. I don't know how much we went into it last time because uh-huh. we talked about the monkeys last time. Yes. Uh, your dad's a drummer. Has he was he Correct. a professional drummer his whole life, or is that just a thing he did? It was just a thing he did. Okay. But, uh, he did it pretty regularly. Like he played in a cover band, awesome. so he right. was like okay. every Friday, Saturday, he was like playing somewhere usually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I just kind of grew up around that, mm-hmm. which is kind of how then I started playing drums. Right. Um, but yeah, so I think that's you know why I was so interested in in music right away as a kid did it track for you what a parody was did you get what was going you got what was going yeah. on right uh-huh but was it do you know why it appealed to you beyond that did you what did you expect if you know if you can remember what did you expect the rest of the album to be uh i don't remember honestly yeah um i definitely uh don't have a lot of memories of like necessarily listening to 
all of it when mm-hmm. I was a kid. Like mm-hmm. I would, I would definitely skip around and, uh, and then I, you know, as I got older, then started appreciating some more of the the deep cuts that mm-hmm. I didn't really listen to much as a kid. Sure. Um, but yeah, definitely as a as a six year old kid, definitely wore out the eat it part for sure. Of course. Yeah. I mean, the stuff that's familiar that you like that hundred percent tracks with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that is the one thing you would get the parody thing. You would immediately get. oh g- different words. Yeah, like that's your your brain. That's all you need. Yeah, right? and it's just you know it's extra. It's like all just food stuff, which he you yeah. know does a lot of, especially back then. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's like come on. It, 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 it's uh it, music silliness it just it felt like um i don't know felt it felt i don't know if this is a weird comparison or not but mm-hmm. before we started we were talking about muppets and puppets and stuff and like in a weird way it almost seems like kind of muppety and yeah. i was very into the muppets as a, as a kid and sure. as an adult he's one of those people who tracks as a human muppet i yeah. think yeah like the way he moved and talks the man doesn't have a normal voice (laughs) and i've met him just the one no sorry two or three times and other than when he was directing people he still sounded like that guy you see he's not he doesn't seem to be putting on that much other than here's a hawaiian shirt to amplify what i am yeah he seems to mostly be a pretty pretty true to who he is i would guess yeah although uh he is uh i mean i think I'm sure this has been said a million times mm-hmm. on this show because I know I've heard it on plenty of other shows. Mm-hmm. But I uh, also have have met him, and uh, yeah, like the nicest man alive. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, while while yes, will still be funny, but just like a just very like normal, mm-hmm. polite, nice man. Yeah, yeah. He has so I mean the whole idea of you know him normal alling is I think very much because he's probably changed the landscape of what comedy is to some degree. We expect that in our comedy uh-huh. to a degree, right? Like so, this is eighty four. When did the first one come out? I don't I have it in front of me. Think L- or, like I think it was only a year before. I think, I think you're probably right. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Like that changes the whole idea of what you're allowed to do with music too. Like popularly. Yeah. Like, he got to take over MTV once a year, you know, he, I don't know, I have to, this is my thesis, is that he must have, he had to have changed comedy and music in a way that we don't necessarily realize, and so, him, you thinking he's normal is just you being used to how weird he is. (laughs) Right? (laughs) To some degree. Sure, I'll take that. Oh, but again, he does seem very nice and normal. I agree. But it's, uh, yeah, and it's, it's, it's a thing that doesn't, it doesn't make, well, he's great, Mm -hmm. I, obviously at the same time it doesn't make any sense that he's now been around and successful for 35 years or whatever it is no it doesn't yeah it's it's pretty bananas the guys who did it before him had like they technically had careers the rest of their lives sort of ish but not at this level. No. And not, hey, oh, finally gold record, or like, finally... Um, number got, one. Know, yeah, number one, thank you. Like, and what, then like five years ago getting, for the first yeah, time? Yeah. Still getting Grammys and shit? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, nobody had that. No. It's 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 insane, the staying power that he has had. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's great, and he deserves it. Because, let me tell you, like, on top of just the silly fun of it, he's great. Like, he's mm-hmm. a incredible singer like anytime i've seen him live he sounds great uh just a lot of the stuff uh i a lot of times tend to even like his original songs yeah. more than the parodies Same here. um especially as i've gotten older because mm-hmm. now it's it's that thing of i 
don't even I don't keep up with a lot of modern music. So like mm-hmm. I'll you don't. <laughs> that honestly blows my mind. Like most people who I know who are musicians are like they feel obligated. They no. have to. You're just not. I I've tried and mm-hmm. I just get angry because mm-hmm. I just dislike so much of it. Sure, sure. Yeah. So it's now that thing of. I'll hear the Weird Al song, and mm-hmm. then one day I'll be in the grocery store or something. I'm like, oh, this is what that was about. Like, I'll, I know that they're parodies, but I'm just yeah. like, I've never heard the real one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I grabbed Mandatory Fun, finally, bought it on vinyl, like, not short, not long after. No, I got it for birthday or something that year, because I'm old and I still get birthday presents. Um, And I was, yeah, it was exactly the same experience. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, yeah, it took it took months before. I, I didn't seek anything out. Yeah. Like, I kind of get what this is, so that's fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. And Which I'd, I'd rather listen to his version usually. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, some of those originals I think are so great and just like super impressed. Like, I know wrong record, but uh, Hardware Store, the oh, song yeah. Hardware Store, yeah. the vocal arrangement and harmonies on that song are, are mind blowing. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. Like, it legitimately is incredible. I don't know his process. So I don't know if he's a guy who has it all in his head and then writes it down, or if he's like very like physical and has to start writing to get it all planned i, I don't know if he's a mozart or a salier i don't really know what yeah his brain i'm is. not i'm not real sure either mm-hmm. i uh i once the first time i got to meet him i think this is the first time mm-hmm. uh i was filling in uh, kind of helping a producer for the night on the jonah radio show mm-hmm. and Weird Al was the guest, of course. and uh, I asked him about, I didn't ask about like his process, but I did ask like how often he, or if he even writes music for himself, kind of, or just mm-hmm. like songs that weren't silly. I'm like, you must, you know, do that, and you probably have like stuff that you've just kind of like, oh, I probably can't do anything with this. Mm-hmm. And no, no, he said, never. Yeah, he just he was like, I feel like I get out what I need to get out, and then I'm good, and that kind of blew my mind. And I, in a way, I kind of loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it, he's one of those guys who I think is as pure as he says he is. But there are a lot of us who are, I don't necessarily want him to have answered that any differently. Yeah. But it just surprises me. It's still sort of it, 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 like. I think the first time I heard him on Comedy Bang Bang, where you can hear Scott intentionally goading him, and like, you must have some really dark thoughts. You must be really dark. Like, he's just uh-huh. really, vulgar. like, and I bet it's a question that people, he's like, no, not really. And I believe him 100%. Yeah. I just don't get it. Yeah. I don't know how he is that guy and how that's enough to exercise any of his human demons. It just, it's just enough for him. Yeah. I mean, they're also really good. Like we say, like, they're, they're very good. It's good music. Yeah. So I guess if you're like, hi, I've just put down a perfect song, maybe that is just this massive relief off of you. I, I I mean it's it's got to feel good and then people react to it and then mm-hmm. that feels even better. So, right. Yeah. I mean it can be sad. I mean have, have you have you ever gotten like that sort of just flush of just like oh fuck that was great after you've written a Star Wars song or any song uh, you write a lot of Star Wars songs. This uh week. yeah. I mean I don't know quite like that. Uh-huh. I mean you know <laughs> I've I uh, I can be proud of something uh-huh. I've made or whatever and be kind of excited about it. But no, I don't know that I get this like like euphoria or anything mm-hmm. like that out mm-hmm. of it but uh, i'm presuming a lot by saying that's how he feels yeah he's welcome on the show to dispute <laughs> this but um do you okay i i feel like I, i'm like yeah i know this song, this album back and forth but i literally do have to pull up the track listing because otherwise i might i might forget one or two i but understand off the top of your head do you have, let's start with the parodies 
is it is it eat it is that eat it, be... eat it is track one yeah is that your favorite track on the whole album um well you know at the time it was sure i think um i i'm always a fan of although this one isn't necessarily my favorite but i mm -hmm. always i always enjoy the poke medleys yeah. big fan of the poke medleys of course um and i uh i like um the Brady Bunch. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that was, I feel like that was a, for not being a single, I believe that was like a, that was one that I regularly listened to as a kid. Cause mm -hmm. I feel like I'd kind of stick to the singles sometimes. And sure. Fast forward that cassette around. Of course. You know, the course. way, the way that's great to listen to music. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, um, there's not yeah. a bad song on here though. No, there really is. Like I could be like, nah, I don't know. No, there's no, I don't know about this album at all. There were some of the deeper cuts I hadn't really heard in a bit, mm -hmm. and uh, mm -hmm. I. Uh, it's funny when like you can hear some of them as as a kid, and then you revisit them as adult, and you as an adult, and go, "Oh, he was doing a fake B fifty two song." Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because at, well, at the time, as a kid, forget. yeah. I still forget. I'm like, "Oh, right, right, right. No, that's what this is. It's not just this song that I love. I bet I'm betting." There's a half a chance I heard some of his style parodies before I heard the styles they were parodying. Also, yeah. it's like the same situation. I must have. Uh huh. And then oh, for sure. To it. Yeah, because I think I don't remember ever hearing the B-52s as a kid until like Love Shack, uh -huh. and that was much much after this. Right. So, yeah. Uh, I also I I've always been a fan of Gonna Buy Me a Condo. Mm -hmm. Also, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, which... did a music video for that as a kid. I feel like I should point that out. I did a really? music video for that as a kid. Oh, oh, oh. My friend I, and I, I did a lot. That was how we spent. Yo, yeah, that's how we yes. spent a lot of time. Oh, kids, yeah. Making Weird Al music videos. I, uh, I, you know what? I did that a little bit myself with some cousins. We did a, really? yeah. A specific, the only Weird Al one I can remember is from the first, we did a little uh, Mr. Frump and his Iron Man. Yeah. I mean, that's, how do you not like that song? <laughs> it's so fucking stupid and dark. <laughs> God, I remember when I got introduced to that. I was like, "This is a this is for kids." And yeah. I'm like, "I shouldn't be listening to this." I have, which is a um, <laughs> an element of the some of the earlier stuff. Is I do think he goes a little darker than he does uh -huh. these days. Uh -huh. And uh, my, I think the element I miss the most. And again, while he, while it's still silly these days, he wasn't afraid to go like extra silly in the in the yeah. early days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I do miss the. Uh, the hand noise guy. For that sure. This like, is such a stupid, I mean, fun it's element. It's so dumb. You know, yeah. he, and he did it. I got to tell you, so yesterday, people will have heard this album, this by now. So I was talking about this album uh -huh. with a guy, uh, one of the co-creators of Big City Greens on Disney Channel. It's a kid's show that's kind of adorable, and, like, almost all their guest voices are podcasters, right? Uh -huh. And we're, he wrote for Mad for a bit, and I want to talk about Mad since it's going bye-bye, uh -huh. uh, probably. And this is a terrible album, but the first album is exactly that. It is some song, but then some guy who's clearly like skillfully hit it, mostly hitting the notes. <laughs> yeah. Like he's doing this, but hitting the notes. And there's something about that that's charming. It's it's so ridiculous. I've I've never I've watched videos of those guys People and been like yeah. in tears because it's just <laughs> it's so ridiculous watching them get into it. Yeah. I mean, I don't. How do you discover you can do it? How do you then tweak it to the point where like you perf you've perfected a thing? There's nothing in my... Look at this. I've perfected nothing. <laughs> I try a little bit. But I also don't think I would ever stick to my guns enough to perfect hand farts. Yes. And and not only <laughs> perfecting it, but then also 
getting hired to perform on albums and TV shows and yeah because I definitely can remember uh like seeing uh those like best of like Johnny Carson compilations uh-huh. and stuff and like seeing a guy literally on the Tonight Show like mm-hmm. performing songs doing the, the hand fart noises <laughs> can we make a mockumentary where you play one of those guys but like you're way too cool for school sunglasses indoors <laughs> like asking for your writer because I ha- in my head there's got to be one guy who's like that who's just like I know I'm in demand well I don't know enough about <laughs> this person but as soon as you said that this came to mind okay. I don't even remember what this show was but some sort of I want to say like America's Got Talent, but I feel like this was far, long enough ago that that show didn't exist yet. Okay. But it was some sort of TV competition sure. like that. Maybe a Star Search. Sure. And I was watching with some friends one night, uh-huh. and they introduce a guy. They call him Bobby Badfingers, <laughs> and this guy comes out and he's got a leather jacket on, sunglasses, and. His whole thing was he could snap really fast. (laughs) And they're playing like a track of Wipeout. And he's playing Wipeout by snapping. Fucking holy shit. And he was, again, leather jacket, sunglasses, Bobby Badfingers. Bobby Badfingers. God, that's amazing. I hope he's still around. I hope so. I need to, yeah. I know what I'm doing when I leave here tonight. Yeah, of course. I'm going to interview him on this fucking show. (laughs) He's our next guest, Bobby Badfingers. Oh, my God. That's phenomenal. Like, yeah. I'm glad there's... you jogged that memory because it came to me as soon as you said that. Yeah, I have moments though where I'm like, I think I'd be okay if I was that guy. If that was the one thing I could <laughs> knew I could do that well, and I guess if I could make a li- if I could make a living at it, I don't know if he makes a living at it. I I, I don't know. But I... it's the thing that he fucking he dines on that for the rest of his life. <laughs> there's gonna be somebody who recognizes him, especially if this is far enough ago where everybody saw it. Yeah, man, that's amazing. Yeah, like. God damn it. That's so good. That's so good. Well, we are still talking about somebody who made who makes a living doing something that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. yeah. Parodies. Parodies and style parodies. There's and I don't know. See, I don't think I I knew until I was a teenager that oh, those are parodies of styles. I don't think I got that cuz yeah. I'm not musically that inclined. Uh and I don't know if he's ever done a song that isn't a style parody or a parody, like just a f- straight original original. Do you know? There you probably know, are, but yeah, I'm I'm not sure. There's definitely some songs I can think of that I feel like they're not, but there may be something there that I'm not aware. Like sure. like Hardware Store. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. to my knowledge, I don't think I that think people. Is... I've heard people say Frank Zappa. Well, I know uh, Genius in France. Yeah, is that a is Frank also Zappa that is definitely one. Frank Zappa. Yeah. But I feel like I heard, some, but yeah, I'm not sure. Oh wait, no wait, because. Mm. So Hardware Store, to me, originally tracked as I thought he was doing Pink Floyd because it sounds a little bit like money at the beginning. But then this, the rest of the song doesn't sound anything like a Pink Floyd song. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, I'm not know. sure because there's definitely ones that I've like found out about. I'm like, oh, I'm not familiar enough with yeah. that band to know. So sure. Hardware Store could be. And there's also one uh, Jackson Park Express. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if that is anything or not. That's like a really long song right. with a lot of different yeah, parts. Yeah, I love and, the long songs. Yeah, me too. Once he started doing those, it's just like, you're my fucking hero, man. Yeah. Did you go to the tour that he did last year? <sighs> no. That, uh, was, that was a low money time. Really desperately wanted to go. Did yeah, you get to go? I did. Oh, and I was in the same so I was in the same boat as you though cuz yeah, I was yeah, like, oh, like I shouldn't right now and then I literally lucked into tickets. You a, did? a friend of mine had some oh, that he couldn't use. That's amazing. And was just like he tried to sell them and he's like I would rather 
someone use these than uh-huh. not use them. So I here, the take these. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. How was it? It was great. <sighs> it was, uh, so yeah, for anybody that doesn't know, uh, he just did like deep cuts and <sighs> didn't, uh, no costume changes mm-hmm. or anything. And his band is so good. Like I, they sounded yeah. perfect. Yeah. He sings so well. And yeah, they played no parodies. Yeah. They just yeah. did all the original songs and he did uh, a different set every night mm-hmm. or, or at least it like mixed up every night. Yeah. Uh, Cause he did two nights in LA. I only went to one, oh, but right. I saw the set list from both nights completely different. Amazing. Um, Every night of the well, the, one of the reasons I brought it up, he played Jackson Park Express, which okay. it was, okay. I couldn't believe that they did that live. So good. So um, good. and then yeah, for the encore, uh, they would just they would come back out and play just a straight cover every night, That's like so not good. a not a parody. Yeah. He would just in the night we saw, uh, he did Radio Radio by Elvis Costello. What? Yeah. Damn it. I bet that's amazing. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> Where was it? Where it was... was at the Ace Hotel. Oh, okay. So like, not well, how small is that or big? Uh, it's not the Greek though, right? It's not. It's not the Greek. No, it's, it's it's a little more it's intimate. definitely yeah. It's definitely it's still a big place, sure. but not. I want to say in the like five thousand range, Damn, maybe. Still, though, still. Yeah, God, that's so good. Yeah, well done. Because yeah. like I think, I feel like it was a month out. Or a couple of weeks before, Bermuda Shorts was here talking about. Whatever. Oh right, I, yeah, I was. I and he brought it up, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me? Like, you can hear me on the podcast. Like, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck to do with this information." And I'm like, "Ah, maybe it'll work out." And it just didn't. But that's oh god damn it, that's so good. Well, not to uh, pour salt on you. No, your you're wound, fine. You're fine. But uh, I've seen him live. Yeah. Well, I, I, I don't I'm, just, I'm just saying. <laughs> but I so know, yeah. so because of getting those tickets from my friend. Uh-huh. Uh, my friend had three tickets, but just me and my wife were going to go. Mm-hmm. And then, like, literally as we are, like, on our way, mm-hmm. we're like, I feel kind of bad we even have this other ticket. We just, like, texted a few people oh, that yeah. we knew. We're like, hey, we have this extra ticket. Do you want to come? And uh, our friend, I'm not sure if he's been on the show, but speaking of Mad Magazine, uh, our friend Dan Telfer. Uh-huh. Uh, he has been on the show once. Yes. Uh, he's the perfect person to ask for that. Yeah. Show. And so he ends up joining us. And then because of his Mad Magazine connections, he ends up... DMing Al and saying that we're coming, and then Al ends up giving us all like VIP passes to come Holy say fuck. hi afterwards. Come on. <laughs> of course, he does. Dan knows how to work it. That's, that's good. Yeah, well done. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I haven't had the VIP experience. That's it. That's all I've got to say. I'm uh, very jealous of you. I'm glad you got to do it. Well, <laughs> I, I have to tell this story because Please. I have to any possible opportunity that i get mm-hmm. to tell us are you aware that a couple years ago i actually got to play with weird Al. I, I i am but my audience is not yeah tell them about it uh well that's still a thing i cannot believe happened mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh every day i'm like wow that happened mm-hmm. every now and then i just watch the video just because i'm like wow would, that's a thing that not? happened why would you not yeah uh, so my friends, uh, Ben Acker and Ben Blacker, which those are their real names, mm-hmm. uh, um, who do the thrilling adventure hour, they wrote a star Wars book a couple years ago. Oh, yeah. And when the book was released, they had a big kind of like variety show release party at Largo so here in LA. Mm-hmm. And, uh, there was a house band for the event cause they had various people, uh, doing songs mm-hmm. all night. And so I was playing drums in the house band, and one of the people that was on the show was Weird Al. Did you know this was happening? How early? I didn't 
Um, at first, okay. I I was there were rumblings that it was possibly going to happen, mm-hmm. and I I was very excited at the possibility, but I was like, I'm not going to give my hopes up because I was like, this will just be, this is going to be fun no matter what. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that would be incredible, but like, cool, I'm in, I'm going to play. Fingers crossed that that actually happens, right. and then it ends up happening. And uh, again, and I'm a big Star Wars nerd, so mm-hmm. I got to. And also, they named a bird in the book after me. Wonderful. Uh, so uh, that's, that's canon now. Right? Yeah, exactly. Post Disney. Yeah, awesome. there is a a bird called the Duns Thaxton that is in this book. Love so it. on the it. this this show was like the same day as the book came out. So on the same day, I got to become uh, get in the Star Wars canon mm-hmm. and play the saga begins with Weird Al. So if I were you, you here's here's how. I should have just I am? No, this myself is how, at the end of the night. Yeah, it that, that's it. Yeah, yeah. There's, it'll never get any better. No, I would have, the second, you finally have to go to Galaxy's Edge, right? A few times? Yeah. Have you gone a few times I've by been now? twice now. You've been yeah. twice. Okay. I have not. If I were you, I would have been wearing a shirt that says, I'm a bird in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> like, that would have been how, uh, no cool. I have none. Like, I would have just been like, hey, you see this? Look at it. No, that, if you read that, here's the book. Here, here's a copy of the <laughs> yeah, book. I just have a bag full of right books. right here. It's my name. Here's, here's my ID. Here, I'll give you a copy. That would have, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, also, here's a picture of me with Weird Al. <laughs> you can take that with the book. Some poor six-year-old's like, Mommy. <laughs> oh, man, I would be the worst Tony Thaxton. It's a good thing you're Tony and I'm not. I mean, I'm not saying I'm good at it. Okay, well, so. you're trying. I'm trying. That, that matters. Yeah, I don't know if I'm succeeding, but right. I'm trying, and that's all I can do. I forget that this album closes with Nature Trail to Hell. I mean, that's a very good yeah. closeout, and it is longer than the rest of the songs. It's just not a nine, ten-minute song. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so good. I don't know what's my favorite. Midnight Star is up there Yeah. for me. Um. Yeah, I feel like uh, I don't know. There's something about uh, if you were if you were to force me to pick a current favorite, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I weird I weirdly might go gonna buy me a condo, which is not really my style <laughs> uh-huh. generally. But there's something right. about it that's just and they played it at the show too. That I the last show Fantastic. that we went to, I wasn't I really wasn't expecting that one. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and yeah, that kind of like it was another one. I was like, oh, I haven't heard this in forever, and mm-hmm. I, yeah, it, just, it made me happy. I love that he played it at a, like, that's the funny thing about some of his deep cuts is that they're very, like, let's make fun of 80s culture. Now let's make fun of 90s. Like, this is a very late 70s, early 80s, yuppie, yeah. you know, like, deculturification. That's not a word. The word is, is gentrification. But still, it's like, it's a very specific time period. Yeah. And I love that he's like, no, nah, but you guys are going to like this. Let's just play it. And it, probably people went ape shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, and it it is the still to this day. Mm-hmm. Anytime I see a Cuisinart appliance, mm-hmm. I will immediately then have that song stuck in my head because uh-huh. I feel like that was the first time I ever had like heard that name. Yeah, was in this song when Makes I was sense. a small child, and so then like the first time I saw, it, I was like, oh, that's what he's talking about. Yeah. That's why like if I, I think if I hear the name Jackson Brown, honestly, because I didn't know his music, uh-huh. I think I think of this song first, yeah. most likely. <laughs> it's it's very weird little specific references. Yeah. I have a piece of very unfortunate ephemera in my apartment that has Jackson Brown's name on it, and it kind of makes me think of Weird Al, but it's a very sad thing. I showed it to somebody yesterday. Basically, it's a thing from Phil Hartman's memorial, and Jackson Brown Aww. played at it. Uh-huh. But I still think it when I see that name, and it's like, well, at least it's bringing me some joy, I guess. Uh, it's it's a very, very... Uh, I did not know King of Suede was a parody for years, because I had never heard King of Pain. Yeah. 
How about you? Uh, well, a funny thing about that one is I literally... I definitely knew King of Pain. Okay. But I, I, I don't know if I just didn't remember it as a kid or if it was mm-hmm. one that I just tended to always skip as a kid. But yeah. I've, I've known for a while now, but I do remember as an adult one day having this record on and then the song started and I was like, oh, I don't remember this being a, one of the parodies on here. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I that's a there's my vague answer. Well, and it, it, what's weird is that it doesn't strike you because it's literally a guy about a guy who is the king of like it doesn't it wouldn't it's not a song outside of a parody it makes no one would write this song unless yeah, they had to rhyme roughly rhyme pain and suede yeah but the i i do uh every time because i it's not again it's not what i'm like super familiar with mm-hmm. uh and so like usually it's long periods of time between hearing it and so i always will forget the little things about it and the when the uh backing vocals come in with is my size up there oh, makes God, me laugh right. every time uh-huh uh-huh yeah i have a friend who i feel like this is one of his favorites too and i'm like it's a weird ass choice man <laughs> he actually texted me five minutes before you got here not knowing i was podcasting he's like you know what i really love weird al's pocus i'm like it's very weird you should message me that out of nowhere i'm about to talk about in three days like oh that album of course you do uh i really went oh fuck which which album was yoda on yoda was, was on i think think dare to be stupid i think you're right yeah it is it is uh so theme from rocky 13 i remember being like whoa that's hard satire as a kid uh-huh. i remember i didn't use the word but I'm like that's fucking great they're making fun of people being tired of these movies i remember just thinking that was so daring and so sharp and here and here we are in 2019 and there's a new one coming out soon there's another one yeah is it wait is it creed 2 or they've uh, or they already released that uh they or wait no you know what I'm sorry. There's a new Rambo, Rambo. coming out. <laughs> That's right. It's, yes. It's the same. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's a Sylvester Stallone <laughs> fucking sequel. That's all. It, they're the yeah. same thing. But there, yeah. But there was Creed two already. Yeah. It's, oh yeah. my god. <laughs> and then yeah, because it always makes me think of Yoda because there's the line about I'll be making these movies yes. on Golden Gray, which right. I'm like, that's very cute, Al, but that's not accurate. And then here we are. Yeah. yeah. Did that movie break your heart? Because that movie didn't break my heart. I really liked that movie. I don't know. The why Last people, Jedi? Yeah. Why are people so upset? I, about I it? enjoy it. There are things I don't like about it, but sure. overall, I, I enjoy it. It's, it is definitely a weird movie. I but think I, so, I, yeah. uh, But a lot of it I really like. Like, it, it literally uh, has some of my favorite moments in any Star Wars yeah. movie, yep. but then also some moments I re like are some of my least favorite. It's yeah. like, it has both yeah. extremes to it. That's fair. Yeah. How about uh, Luke dying? What's what, how did like did uh, that work for you? It worked for me. I, me I was too. surprised. Okay. I didn't expect it to happen. At uh-huh. least not yet. I thought uh-huh. like maybe in, in the next one, sure. but uh, sure. I was, so I was surprised Yo. that he went in this one, uh, but I was okay with it. Me too. Yeah. I bawled my, fucking eyes out <laughs> i'm like I, I wanted to be him when i was like well, this, is, this is full circle i'm sorry everybody around me yeah i know it, this doesn't make sense to you like tiny children who are just learning what star wars is ah <laughs> you know my favorite thing though is like did you ever see any interviews sorry this is a star wars tangent but that's I all right that's perfect person yeah. to ask about this when the the first of the the new trilogy was coming out mm-hmm. when harrison ford was being interviewed like what do you think of it oh i think it's great it's the best thing i'm like 
he dies in this one. I knew it when <laughs> he said yeah. that. I, knew I remember it. when like, it was just even announced. I was like, oh, he's finally going to die. He's finally going to yeah. die, right? And he's like, oh, it's great. It's 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 a great movie. I'm like, oh, god damn it. Like, you, you can't fucking hold it back, can you? He's just like, I'm, I'm rid of it, finally. I can go on and do Air Force One, too. Uh, finally. Uh, Air Force 12. Sorry, that's what I should call it. I like um, it one, too. <laughs> Uh, wait, that boy could dance. That's a good one. That's yeah. a fun one. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, just about a Which, nerd who owns. Yeah, again, I don't know. That just seems kind of like a very 80s song. I don't it know. Does. I don't know if that's specifically supposed to be something. I don't know. Yeah. I, that also, I, it's a weird, <laughs> this shows you what kind of a nerd I was. Growing up, I remember hearing that. I still get chills for some reason. <laughs> Don't ask me why. When he says, <laughs> now he owns half Montana and they and they call him Diamond Jim. It's just, there's something about the chord progression or something and the way he says it where I'm like, it's so great that the nerd won. Don't you, guys, don't you get it? I'm almost 40. And that some, I su- it still gives me a chill. I don't know why. Couldn't tell you. It's Pavlovian at this point. I mean, I think deep down you want to be called Diamond Jim. Sounds I'd like to okay me. I'd be okay with it. Yeah. My dad lives in Montana. Hey, Does there you count? go. That yeah, counts that's, something. Yeah, he I think that's part of it. a yeah. portion of Montana and maybe I'll inherit the house. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. You're born to be Diamond Jim, You're I think. Right. Son of a bitch. It's be a little the, late. They, but... uh, Jason, Jim, both J's. Yeah. Very know. good. We don't know what Jim's last name we is. We don't. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> Trying so hard to just make me feel good. Uh, this is the... Oh, well, I mean, we should also mention, like, this is the first one with a polka on it, right? Because it's... Yeah, yeah it, I believe yeah, so. the first one doesn't have a polka. Yeah. This establishes this whole... Do you, do you think it's like, fuck, I get to use this accordion but not what it's meant for like that's almost what it feels like or it's like i really want to go to town on this accordion well i was uh i was reading up on this record a bit please um, tell me uh and i was not it well because this is the kind of thing that i i love to do is nerd out on these things hence my new podcast bizarre albums oh yes we'll get well well i have another point on that Mm -hmm. but uh (laughs) the uh this one uh, points out several times on the Wikipedia about it that this was um, a bit of a departure from the first record because on the first one he was like it was so heavy on the accordion and, mm-hmm. and this time around felt like uh, only to only use it when really uh, appropriate or for extra comedic effect makes sense sure yeah and they they started trying to. Um, mimic the sound of the real song mm-hmm. instead instead of like you're you know you're another one rides the bus sure, or something sure, sure. like that like they wanted to make it sound pretty close to the original thing right um which uh i don't know there is something to me uh, and i totally get that move uh but there is something uh, uh, that is charming to me about those early ones, though. Like yeah. with the with that is just kind of the recording, uh, recording. Sure, the recording. Uh, yeah, there's something just uh, fun about. Like, have you ever seen that performance? I think it was him on the old Tom Snyder show doing another one rides the bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's him and Bermuda's just slamming yeah. on the yes. accordion case, right? Yeah, yeah. and he's like, and. He, uh, he's going crazy the whole like yeah. he is definitely weird in this video. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's earning the name. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's like a different guy. Like you seeing that guy and then seeing him now is like it's like wow, that's the same guy. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some and somehow looks younger now. I don't get <laughs> it at all. Him and for a while it was Johnny Depp, but no, he he's winning. He's mm-hmm. weird now. He's winning. Yeah, baby blood number one. He drinks baby's blood. Mm-hmm. Number two, just lives well. 
Yeah. He's an, I think he's a genuinely nice man. Seems yeah. like it. So it must yeah. just be what it is. A vegetarian, maybe vegetarian, some of it. I don't know. Definitely something know. there. Yeah. You know. Did you uh, ever have? Sorry, but I like to talk to people about this. You ever had that experience during the Napster days? Uh, you don't have to incriminate yourself. Um, all those statute of limitations are probably passed. Or you ever download something and it's like, oh, Weird Al, like, the fuck you, this is not Weird Al. I, I've definitely heard, I don't know that I remember doing that specifically, really? but I know that was a big thing. Yeah. Because like anything that was like a parody yeah. would just, they would label it Weird Al. Bunch of a-holes, he's not going to write a song called, I'm not going to say any of them. I'm not going <laughs> to say any of them. They're dirty names. He's not going to write a dirty name song. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, come on. It's, 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 it's temporarily not our weirdly alfred exactly or albert i mean whatever <laughs> what did i say albert it yeah you is said alfred. Alfred. Real name i think is it alfred. is alfred but, yeah. <laughs> but i guess it's technically funnier that i got it wrong we'll take credit for that that sounds fine uh we talked about the brady bunch which is great which is the safety dance right yeah it's a yes safety dance. um so stupid does the little barking singing with uh just the way that just a lot of that <laughs> song um shit we talked about oh i lost on jeopardy's a great one that's yeah. one i forever did not know yeah me I don't too think i knew till my late 20s or something i uh i remember still being pretty young when i finally heard the real one mm. but uh i definitely heard the weird owl one first and i remember yeah just thinking it was just a song uh-huh. and i i don't know this is one of those you know those memories that you're like why do I so vividly remember this? Uh-huh. Like, this just like this kind of pointless conversation. Mm-hmm. I have one of those about this song of asking my dad one day, uh, what is, like, what is this song? Is And, and uh, he told me that the real one, I'm, uh, I think I just misheard him. Okay. So I thought, hang on, now I'm, now I'm, now I'm, uh, <laughs> He's thinking. I know. I am thinking because I started. I started to say it. I was like, "Wait, is that what I thought?" <laughs> <laughs> but no. I think somehow I took what he told me uh-huh. as that the lyrics in the real one in the chorus were still "I lost on Jeopardy," but like that it meant something <laughs> different. <laughs> and he, like he's not talking about the TV show. Is how I took it. I'm sure that's. I guarantee that's not what he actually <laughs> said. But that's how I took it. Uh-huh. And then, so yeah, years later, I remember hearing the real one. I was like, "Oh!" And then, like, my, I remember my initial reaction being like, "Dad was wrong." And <laughs> <laughs> Are any of the? I'm trying to think of the songs that he parodies. Like, like that song must have been a huge hit, right? My love's in jeopardy. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a thing I've heard plenty of times since. Yeah. Um, I believe the Greg Kinn band, yeah, I think, is 100%. That's correct. Uh, but I don't know, like, what year that song came out or anything. Right. Like, if it was def- super recent when he did it or if it yeah. had been a while. I, I'm assuming kind of, re- like, maybe a little slightly earlier. In, well, obviously earlier than when this record came sure, out. Sure. But <laughs> smart guy <laughs> a here. Later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. It wasn't me doing it this time. It's okay. <laughs> that, that's fine. Did you okay? You know what? The more you're talking, we talked about. I did not see him live, obviously, but uh, I think they're still on Stitcher. You can listen to recordings of like every night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh I downloaded a few, and I definitely downloaded one where he said that the night before, when they did Mr. Popeil, that Ron Popeil's daughter was 
sang it with him or or she sings it with him on the track she sings with him on the record yeah and i think she might have been there in person on one of the shows too nice but yeah that's pretty funny that is pretty funny and if she is that her doing like the b-52's voice because if so well fucking done. i'm assuming so because i think i think uh according to wikipedia mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh apparently he found out that she was a singer and okay. so that's why he asked her to so good yeah pretty great like well, and, and like one of those in. things that like nobody knows that no like you I didn't know. know till last year yeah that's so crazy. i found out yesterday yeah yeah <sighs> um uh, 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 oh man, what, I'm falling apart. I had something to say. <laughs> it was about the live show about oh, Mr. Popeil. Oh, I was going to uh, tie in my previous appearance on this show. Yes, with today's appearance. Ooh, please. Uh, in nineteen, I may have even said this the last time I was it's on, fine. but no, in uh, 1987, mm-hmm. I saw Weird Al open for the Monkees. You may have mentioned that. But that's amazing. Yeah. That's fantastic. So I wasn't, like, thinking about that when I chose this album for today's episode. Right, right, right. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, kind of, here we go. pretty perfect. And then, years later, he murdered two of the monkeys. Most people don't know that. Yeah. That's his only dark side. Yeah. But, you know, if you're going to have one, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Why not have it be murdering some very famous underrated musicians? Yeah. The monkeys. Uh, We've already talked about the rest of these, but... Oh man, I don't know. Like the more I like, I really the the Rocky one is really really funny. It's one that like my best friend and like the reason we talked about this is our first episode ever. Is this is the album my best friend and I became best friends over. Uh-huh. Went over to his house. He's like, "Have you heard this?" I'm like, he has more than than eat it. Like he has more than like these five songs. He still makes music. Like I had no <laughs> idea. This is years later. I didn't know. And he plays it. Over. I'm like, "Holy fuck!" Like it was my favorite thing. And I again, I remember the the Rocky one really tracking. It's just it's like said really, really yeah. like. I get it. I get the joke you're doing, Weird Al. I get it. It's a ridiculous song. It is. It's a very ridiculous song. Like, I honestly kind of, I barely even remember that one. And then I gave I gave some of the ones I didn't know as well uh, another listen. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I had totally forgotten about that one. And it was making me laugh. It just, it's, yeah, extra extra silly and more food stuff. For those who don't know, it's the Ryer the Kaiser is instead of the Eye of the... He, he, you know, he's got more class than just calling it the Ryer the Kaiser. Yeah. He calls it the theme from Rocky Thirteen. Mm-hmm. What happens in the... the in, so in the later Rocky... Have you seen any of the later Rocky movies? I'm just wondering no. if any of this tracks. I, I've said the word tracks like 30 times in this episode. <laughs> I've seen... Uh, I've seen... Well, I guess I've seen like the, the recent, recent ones. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think the like you know four or five, all sure, that stuff sure. uh, that kind of I guess now what is the middle I never right. saw. Yeah, no point I would imagine yeah. right in seeing those. Like once Mister T guess. was in there, you don't need to see anything else. Yeah, he fought Mister T. Yeah, I don't know who won. Did he win? Do you have Pro- any idea? Uh, probably. Sure. I don't remember. Okay. I think I did see that one, right. but I don't remember it well enough. I've, I've I I actually never even saw any of them till maybe like ten years ago or something. Mm. Yeah. If I won the lottery tomorrow, I would ask Weird Al if I could make Nature Trail to Hell as a movie. All right. It's a uh, fucked up, fucked up idea. <laughs> it's about a bunch of Cub Scouts getting murdered. <laughs> I mean, that's it. It's a children's song about Cub Scouts, about children being murdered. Yeah. I love it. It's so good. Again, I don't know if that's a style parody either. I don't know. Yeah, other I'm not than sure. It just sounds legitimate. It just sounds very much like a great horror theme yeah. to me. Yeah. I guess that's it, right? Yeah, I mean, either way, even if it is like a style parody, yeah. these are still original songs, mm-hmm. and they're great 
catchy, fun songs. And I, and I think every time I listen to it, I listen to it all the way through. I'm, I'm almost certain of that. And there are not too many albums, even Weird Al ones, that I do that all yeah. the way through with. Maybe some of the more recent ones. I don't know. Are there, are there any com- are there any comedy albums like on a? Do you have them on your regular music playlist, or you're like I need to go to comedy today, and you have a comedy playlist? Um, maybe not as much these days. Mm-hmm. Although that's not totally true. I love the Sloppy Boys. Yeah, and I listen to their new record all the time. Yeah, like legitimately, it's the main thing I've been listening to since it came out. Um, <laughs> and I love those guys. They're delightful. Uh, yeah. I, I think that record is. I loved their last record, and I think the new one's even better. Uh-huh. Like they're they're real fun, and uh, I legitimately think they're like the funnest band that exists right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, back in the the not as much these days, but like I used to listen to Tenacious D all the time, sure. and sure. yeah. Um, so yeah, I've been I've been known. To, I'll throw on some comedy music here and there. Yeah, yeah. But it sounds like it's got to be it doesn't have to be. But I mean, you know, those so far these examples seem like accomplished and it would fit in with music music like it's not i don't know it's not like yeah i don't there's some people's gonna list i don't want to insult anybody but i'm just saying like there's but there are better musicians in some comedy groups than in others tenacious d and weird al are the two that stand out the most yeah. to me. oh for sure just for kyle gas alone carrying those two guys just with that fucking beautiful guitar playing yeah but well but on top of that though jack black is oh, an amazing him, singer fuck like, him. i've i've seen them several times yeah. and he's an incredible singer he really is i think he's like the, the he's that moment in high fidelity where even if you don't like that movie he sells so much of it uh-huh. just singing and he's doing a goofy version but he's also belting like a mother yeah. oh, it drives me crazy <laughs> it's a, he's a, got a beautiful voice he really does and now he's a gamer on youtube i heard that <laughs> recently i didn't know I, I think it's a bit but it's a very lucrative bit yeah i think it's a bit but it's it's pretty solid Hey, good for him, I yeah, guess. Yeah, why not? I sure. mean, fucking do what you got to do, buddy. Yeah. That's what I always say. Yeah. That's my generic advice for rich people. Do what you got to do, buddy. I'm not rich, but I'm still going to take that advice. Thank you. Um, my middle name is Richard. Does that count for it anything? It does. It does. All right. Um, before we wrap this, well, no. First, let's wrap this up by saying why recommend this album to somebody who's never heard Weird Al before somehow? Uh, Well, because it's... uh. I feel like it is uh it's important in the the journey of Weird Al. Mm-hmm. And uh you know, I well he I believe had some moderate success with that first album. Uh this was definitely the breakthrough mm-hmm. uh you know that has now led to 35 years of uh of success mm-hmm. and just keeping keeping going somehow and and still killing it because i i know that until uh i think it was white and nerdy like eat it was his biggest song for years and years and it was you know kind of his first big hit and then stayed the biggest for a really long time right um so yeah i think it's just uh it's just a fun you know thing to go back and like well it's not technically where it started it's it's where it took off for sure yeah 100 percent. and i mean it's about the same time also we didn't even talk about this but the fucking music videos are just so phenomenal like yeah the the eat it music video is it on the same set if it's not it's like identical it's Otherwise, very close i know that some of the uh the like gang member dancers are some of the some same, of the same people. people yeah yeah. see that's like there's this weird like it's so fucking meta to bring in ron peel's daughter to sing on a song about <laughs> like it's so self-aware in the best way yeah 
Yeah, this honestly, it's worth. I feel like I now need to go buy his his because I don't own any of his music videos. But that was that was half of the experience at the oh, time. Oh yeah, you know? for sure. And that that was the only reason way I knew him. Living in Germany, my mom bought this like or rented this Weird Al video, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I fell in love. Uh-huh. That's how I learned who he was. Because I, I wasn't. I feel like we weren't getting the music at the same time, so that's why I was a few years behind and didn't know what the fuck was being referenced. Um, I only had what they played on Armed Forces Radio. So I did not know that you lived in Germany. I lived in Germany for like three years. All right. Three, no, four years. Sorry. So I have this weird gap where I didn't get to see a bunch of shit when it came out, like uh-huh. Back to the Future and stuff, and finally yeah. come here, and I'm like, oh, what is this new movie? Oh, you want to I pay with <laughs> jeans? Uh, that's the reverse way. I did not have a German accent. <laughs> also, Europeans are not inherently ignorant. That is not the joke I'm making. I'm just being a silly boy. Um, I very quickly want to thank you for the Talking Target song. Uh, <laughs> only because... So, Nick Robes, you were recently on his Scooby-Doo podcast. Uh-huh. Uh, Nick Robes and I uh, tweet direct message people. Direct message? You don't say DM, right? You say direct message all the way yeah. out. That's how you say it. Regularly now DM pictures of ourselves at Target uh-huh. just because of that song. Don't, it's a weird friendship that we have that is heavily based on your on your podcast. Couldn't tell you why. Thank you. Yep. Yeah, I I hadn't even I I had a problem for a long time of like yeah it would be kind of in my head if, when I would go to Target. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's kind of, I've kind of finally gotten away from that. I'm but sorry. now it's gonna it's gonna happen. Yeah, again. it happens no, for me every time. So yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. Tony, you have a podcast. I do. A new podcast. Yes. Talking Target was from Felice Navi Pod. Yes. But uh, yeah, I'm doing a new podcast called Bizarre Albums Mm -hmm. that is uh, each episode, they're only about 15 15 minutes long Mm -hmm. each week, uh, and it uh, tells the story of a specific strange album that exists in the world like be it by an, an that an athlete put out or an actor fictional characters so or sometimes like bands just took like a weird turn suddenly and put out this strange record mm-hmm. and so each episode is almost kind of like a uh, for lack of a better way to put it comes like these little mini documentaries kind of of tells the story of like how it even got to the point of how did this record even happen mm-hmm. and then kind of then talk about the record and who worked on it who plays on it and all that and there's always uh, lots of fun little nuggets in there that when you start doing the the research and the deep dives you're like holy shit that person was involved in this I that's crazy that. that's great um and and then tying it to and this was unintentional mm-hmm. tying it to today's episode mm-hmm. uh my first episode that i did was about the wrestling album that the wwf put out in 1985 okay and um a lot of that album was produced by rick derringer who produced yeah. in 3d holy shit and I'd, I'd forgotten that he produced this record. And, uh, yeah, when I was looking up some info about in 3D, 3D yesterday, I yeah. see Rick Darren. I'm like, oh, yeah, how appropriate. That's a weird career. Is he still around, Rick Darren? I believe he is okay. still around, yeah. That's fucking weird. Wouldn't you want to just be like, hey, buddy, why did you do this? Like, that's... But, I mean, you're asking that question a little bit with your podcast. Yeah. that's it's And, and my thing with the podcast, too, is I'm, I'm, I'm legitimately not... Uh, I'm making an effort to not be necessarily making fun of these records. I'm literally just trying to like, here's this strange thing that happened and here's how and why it happened. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I just find that stuff fascinating. That's way more interesting. If if you're just laughing at it, it's very easy to just brush it off as that there was no creative effort. But like clearly... There's creative effort. Yeah. And there's professional people making yeah. the fucking Yeah, and a, a lot of really legit people involved with oh, these things a lot. So and, um, yeah, it's just fascinating. Because I just, I found myself doing, 
this with my free time half the time anyways of just like finding out about this weird record that existed or whatever and then i start looking up all this stuff about it and like mm. whoa that and that and that and, and then just go down these rabbit holes and uh so uh, just one day i was like maybe i should try and make something out of this yeah. and uh and i thought for i was like oh somebody's had to have done this right. idea and right. To the best of my knowledge, still I didn't. I like, still can't find anything else like it. So, uh, and nobody I'm really... will talk with me about that bullshit on my show. So I'm glad somebody's <laughs> doing it. Like, like I love that. Show. I'm, you, you're making a show for me, basically. So thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, I'm really, really, really having fun doing it, and I've been very pleased with the reaction it's getting so far. So, do you have? I mean, obviously, people can find it where I'm subscribed. I have not listened yet. I'm going to listen to them a few at a time. It but, is. They're uh, nice. Again, they're nice, quick listens. Yeah. Fifteen minutes. Yeah. Twitter for it, or is, should they? Yeah. Where, what's what's where? Twitter where? and Instagram is at Bizarre Albums both, mm-hmm. um, and then I'm at Tony Thaxton on both of those too. Um, but yeah, and then you can get it everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, all that stuff. It's everywhere. Is it, is its full name Bizarre Albums Yankovic? Uh, it's bizarrely album Fred. Bye. I re- yeah, good. No, I really thought we were going to stop with my shitty joke. And you, thank you. No, thank hey, you. You expanded on it. If you it. ever wanted to get worse, just have old <laughs> teeth axe around. Tony, you're a delight. Oh, come on. You're a delight. Thank you for doing the show. Thanks so much for having me back. My pleasure. And thank you for drumming every year at Podcastathon. It's so much fun when you're. It's literally. I watch you play literally one of the highlights of of my year every year i love it should be oh and let me throw one last plug out if i may please go ahead uh my old band Mm -hmm. is now also my band again uh motion city soundtrack is doing a tour next year we are starting on new year's eve amazing uh and uh going all over the u.s so if you care about that type of thing Mm -hmm. come on out and see us that's fantastic do you wear wristbands when you drum i do Okay, I'm just saying, he's going to break out the wristbands. <laughs> Sorry, one of my favorite things I've ever written contained me describing um, in detail uh, Lars Ulrich's wristbands. Uh-huh. Uh, just because I thought it was a really funny thing to describe in a book. And uh, so I'm fascinated with wristbands as a concept. I'm glad you wear wristbands. All right. They probably yeah. save you from a little bit of... You know, it's just nice for a quick little... As you're... Uh, sure. Yeah, sweating your, you know... Thing off. leather. You just do like a nice little. You know. You know. I have like leather. Like, look at me. I'm hard. And it's like, and look at me. I'm hard. That's how to listen. <laughs> well, I said hard. You know. <laughs> you want things to get doubly worse. <laughs> Stick with me, Tony. Look at me. No. Uh, Tony, thank you for doing the show. Uh, it's a hell of a way to end the week. This is good. This is a good thing. Uh, people should absolutely listen to your show, though. Um, you're great. Is there more Feliz Navi Pod? I'm sorry. I'm just string- stringing this out. Or is That's it only right. Patreon right now? What's uh, oh, no. It's not even Patreon oh, okay, right now. Okay. We are just fully on hiatus. On hiatus. Um, I would like for it to come back mm-hmm. come Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just there are a lot of factors sure. of if we can just make it happen. So right. fingers crossed. Yeah, uh, I, you know, my my co-host Todd is is now a father a and and has a, a a job that keeps him very busy these sure. days. Sure. So it just got harder and harder. So um, look at look you know at that show. it became it's hard. Yeah, <laughs> it became seasonal, and then so we stopped after Christmas. Sure, fingers crossed that we'll get to do a few this year. I hope so. Uh, we will see. I, I hope so too, because it's a it's a fun it's a fun romp. Yeah, it's a yeah. romp. It's a fun right. Christmas romp. Yeah, an F C R. Thank you, thank you guys for listening. And as always, 
have a good thing. Comedy on Vinyl is a production of Stolen Dress Entertainment. It is produced by Mike Warden and is hosted and edited by Jason Klom. Our theme song was composed and performed by Richard Levinson. You can email us at podcast at comedyonvinyl.com. You can also send snail mail to Stolen Dress Entertainment, P.O. Box 805, Burbank, California, 91503. Subscribe to Comedy on Vinyl on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you can find podcasts. Give us a five-star rating and write us a review. It helps. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Comedy on Vinyl, or find everything in one place at ComedyOnVinyl.com. A major portion of Comedy on Vinyl has been underwritten by Stand Up Records. Please visit StandUpRecords.com for all your comedy needs and tune in to the new Stand Up Records channel available on the Roku, where you can also find select episodes of this podcast. Visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15-plus years. <laughs> 